if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words, I ain't here to flip no birds, or sit no serve, hope the future generations can get this urge, stay woke youngin', and avenge these nerds, uh. It's a bloody Tuesday. What's up, everybody? Some hey. unpro- it it's some unprofessional ass shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Listen, that was a confusing one at that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> For clarity, this is the first week we haven't had a Monday meeting. That's not true. Yes, that's yeah, not true. We we, we, we didn't have a we missed, we well, missed a couple we of those. Let, well, maybe let, maybe let, y'all did, and I was because, working. It's because it's because we officially canceled the money. I'm not I'll, privy I'll put to it those there. meetings, guys. I don't no. know. It's no, because no, no. We, let's, this is literally the, the week that we canceled, like all the rest of. We had nothing for today, but we got we we have a great episode <laughs> today because um you know we got Matt Shore in the back who we're gonna bring out in a second. Figure you know we, we'll just talk a little bit of anime attack on Titan, some stuff, some fun stuff, maybe some monster stuff. This is just, this is probably gonna be a more of a shoot the shit episode after we're done talking about um Matt's new Kickstarter, which you can actually uh, go into the description, the links to get the full series for Moby Dick. Uh, Monster of the Deep, basically, pretty much. So the link is in the Kickstarter. We're going to play that commercial in a second, so you guys can see it. But um, do we want to go to some announcements real quick? Let's get that oh, done. Yeah, I'm like half asleep. Anyway, announcements. Here we go. Medusa's Cascade every Saturday. Uh, make sure you guys are tuning in on Spotify. The Medusa's Cascade is there for you guys every. Um, we're on like episode Spotify. sixty. We're, Spotify, dropping, Spotify, we're dropping episode seventy this week. I'm doing the intro for it. All right, uh, shout out over to Tommy. But episode 70 comes out this week, not only on Spotify, but most places you can find podcasts. So Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher, and Google. The whole works. Go for it. And then we got Con online August 20th and 21st. So we're looking forward for that one. Um, again, this is going to be a great show. Um, there's a lot of planning going into there. If you guys saw last year's show, definitely was an awesome show. Um, give a shout out to everyone who participated. And just to give you guys also to... Um, and Beyond has also started a podcast that is pretty much going to be like monthly. Um, we had one, they did for their first episode. It's leading into the con. It's called Three Creators, um, George um, Medina, Chandra Free, and Rodney Fike were the first three guests. Uh, Matt Shore, who's on the episode today, um, Sam Vera, and Michael Grosser will be the guests on next week's episode because um, next week the new episode will air for that as well. But that's it for announcements. We're done with that. Um, I'm going to play this beautiful commercial that Matt sent us because this has been a fun journey to Matt get these Kickstarters going. And we want to congratulate him on pretty much getting fully funded. But also, too, again, you guys want to support this Kickstarter to add this to your collection. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's play. Like you said, Val. Ready? One, two, three. More than 100 years ago, a white whale ravaged the high seas and disappeared. Today, that white whale is back. Moby Dick Back from the Deep is the one and only comic book sequel to Herman Melville's classic. And in it, the white whale is back in modern times, now as a zombified beast causing chaos and devastation everywhere it goes. We just wrapped up the final issue of this series, so this Kickstarter is your chance to read the entire horrifying tale from beginning to end. Now, if that's all the information you need to make your decision, and you want to stop this video here, hey, I understand. But there is an interesting backstory to this series that I'd like to tell. We've actually been doing this thing for four years. 
It's hard to believe, but I checked back on when we posted the first page. And that's how far back it goes. This thing began as a humble webcomic and just wanted to get the story out there. Interest kept growing. It was slow at first, but it started building, getting bigger and bigger. When it was big enough, we took a stab at printing the first issue. That worked, people liked it. So we kept going. And then we started showing up on different things. Podcasts, web shows, blogs. I even did a few interviews on newspaper and radio. Now, luckily, I never showed up on a television news studio because let's just face it, this is not a face for television. But people seem to like this story. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. And it's bittersweet to see it close. But here's hoping that we end things on a very big note. Before I close this video, I want to make sure to mention a big part of the success, not only the people who supported us along the way, and big thanks to all of you who did that, but I want to make sure and mention Joe Bilicic's artwork. It's second to none. It's exactly what this story needed. It's fantastic. It's surreal. It's dark. It's grim. It's lovely. Thanks so much for your support. I hope you'll join in again and enjoy the rest. So all the way from Shore Manor. Golf club, golf club. That was pretty dope. <laughs> there we go. So all the way from Shore Manor, bringing with him Moby Dick, Monster of the Deep, the one, the only, returning Matt Shore. Matt, Yay. you're allowed to bring the book. You cannot literally bring Moby Dick on the show. I don't think that'll work. Just saying. <laughs> you wouldn't fit in my office, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's always a treat being with you guys. So yeah, thanks so much for having me. Same here. Yes, it's always good to have you on and and to chat with you about what you're working on and all the the crazy characters you've been you've been making from when yeah. we from when you first jumped on Yo. and we had <laughs> no idea who the fuck Matt Shore was, and we were like, this guy is delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love you. Love to have you on. Oh, yeah. you're going to make me blush. Stop it. <laughs> so you are, you are ending your your run with Moby Dick. Que pasa? I know. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's uh, bittersweet. How, how does it feel, man? You know, you you you've gotten to create this entire series and seeing every single issue get fully funded. How does it feel? This bittersweet ending. And, and again, take us on this journey of Moby Dick and what we can expect in this very um, final fourth issue. Yeah, what brought, uh, fifth, what brought this on? Fifth, like, what brought this on yeah. to let me get, all right, we're going to close. Okay, well, uh, it was always the plan to do five issues. Uh, from the very beginning, I had the whole story planned out. And yeah, I'll, it, uh, we, I shopped it around a few places. I didn't have much luck. And then I just thought, I want to tell this story. I'm putting it out there. And if only 12 people read it, then by golly, that's what I'm going to do. So I, I just started doing it as a web comic. People started reading it. And by last count, it had like over 100,000 hits. So somebody was taking wow. notice. Nice. And yeah, we, we just started. Uh, we said, you know, maybe there's enough interest to do a printed comic. Maybe we can do a Kickstarter. I'd never done a Kickstarter before. And the, I guess the most important lesson I learned with Kickstarters is no matter how much you study and research ahead of time, you still don't know anything about it. I'm still figuring this thing out. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, that's four years ago and just kept plugging along with that to the point that we're at now. And like I said, it's bittersweet because I'm immensely proud that we finished. 
so many independent projects don't get finished, but we did. We're done. Like the art is finished and uh, we, uh, we have reached our goal. So we're definitely going to print. So I am, yeah, I can't say enough on how proud I am of that and how grateful I am to Joe for his artwork. But it's also kind of sad because for four years, this whale has been a big part of my life. <laughs> I've, like I've, I'm known online. I'm known as the guy who does the whale comic. So it's like, what am I going to do now? I got these other ideas I can do and I'm definitely going to do them. I'm not going to just leave them in my head bouncing around, but it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to let this thing go because where I'm at now, really all of it has to do with the fact that I decided to start putting this comic out there. Do you feel like Ahab in a sense where you're like, I'm going to catch this whale? Like you're, you're so close. You're, you're so close to that story being done. <laughs> I guess in a sense, kind of, yeah. A little bit like Ahab. Um, since uh, I, I give him a little bit of a, I'm not going to put too many spoilers, but things don't work out quite as badly for him in my story as they, they did the mm. first time around for him. Mm. And so with so with it being finished, are you looking to take it to a different medium? Or are you just kind of going to just let it rest, let it be what it is? And if something becomes of it in the future, then something becomes of it. Um, I'm going to poke around a bit. Okay. See what kind of interest might still be out there. Uh, check around. Say, hey, look, I've done five Kickstarters. They all worked, and it only got bigger with each one. I think there's really something to this. Uh, maybe some of the folks who didn't pay much attention to me before, maybe they'll maybe they'll pay attention now. So there you go. Yeah, I'll give it a movie. shot. Yeah. Sure. We want movie, bro. We want movie, please. Sci-fi. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's... like that'd be the perfect sci-fi like movie. It's so, so up their alley. You know, really, the yeah. the way I started this story was. The whole idea, I wanted it to start out feeling exactly like yet another sci-fi channel, you know, monster shark movie. Mm -hmm. And then right right when you think that's where it's going, give this major hard left turn. And that's where we went into Pirates of the Caribbean territory. It, nice. Did I see a, a zombie Abe Lincoln in, the, in there for a second? Is that <laughs> is that something that I saw? I, I believe that was, that was Ahab. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I better remember that one though. There you go. You're um, just giving ideas right there. Oh, yeah, man. Next Kickstarter. Oh, man. He's already hunted vampires. Surely he can. Oh god, that, right. that movie was awful. Oh my goodness. But you know, the so idea was okay. Yeah, but it was almost it was, good. You know, right. side note, has any have any of you read the book? I no. didn't. I thought, of, I, I thought, I thought about, about it because right. of, uh, I remember Pride the... and Prejudice and Zombies was the first one, and then yes. they did uh, Abe Lincoln, uh, zombie hunter. And I was like, Oh, this is a cool concept. And they did the movie and that movie. Part of why it's so infuriating is because the book is really good. I loved okay. that book. And when the movie really? was coming out, I was Always excited. Like yeah. And I'm not going to say that it's Shakespeare, but I really <laughs> got into that book. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Like if you, like, that's the type of book where you see it and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to positively judge this by the cover. Cause I know what I'm getting. Yeah, and one of the it had what this is awesome line where uh, Abe at a young age kills some kind of vampire that's been terrorizing their family, and he, his dad is yelling at him for it. He's like, you know, because you've done this, more are going to come after us now, right? And the chapter ends with Abe Lincoln just kind of nodding and said, "I guess I'm going to need more steaks." <laughs> <laughs> like when I got to that point in the book, it's like I'm going to like this, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, then they did probably the going to make me read it. There you go. Light reading right there. I mean, listen, if you're gonna go down this, like, you know, either taking uh old stories or going down historical fiction with with zombies, I'm I'm definitely here for it. 
Can you yeah. imagine Washington with his wooden team? <laughs> just Washington's wooden team. Ah. Yeah. I think that needs to happen. You just like take like classic or or like historical figures and just throw them into some sort of monster universe. I'm yeah. Sure. And and Tommy has to be the fun. financial issue has to be Tommy coming in like a special oh one stop cleaning up the mess. <laughs> So I'd be just like, only, oh, he's getting will, the phone call. Hey, can you take care of this? I will only agree <sighs> to that film if Tom Matthews agrees to play Tommy because he's completely <laughs> designed after Tommy Jarvis from Jason Part 6. Mm. <laughs> That's so. great. <laughs> we're going to get this campaign going. If he had, Tommy Matthews, if you're hearing that now, please, please. But again, guys, if you don't know, this is Matt Short in the description for that awesome Kickstarter video that we made. A shout out. Yep. show. Uh, for that awesome Kickstarter video we played in the beginning, Moby Dick, um, Back from the Deep, the Kickstarter link is in there. It is the final um, issue of a chapter that Matt is closing. You want to go support this. Matt, what are some of the um, Kickstarter uh, categories that people can expect to, you know, pretty much describe to there and some of the rewards? Sure. We've got uh, the basics. You can get whichever issue you want, one through five, digital or in print. And for example, here's one of those print ones here. Wanted to make sure and had that, show that off like Vanna White. Um, <laughs> you can, <laughs> that's that's the obvious ones. Uh, we also threw out options where you can get a bundle where you can get every single issue. If, you know, if you've never heard of me before and this is your first time hearing of it, you want to get the whole thing, go for it. If you just want to start with the first one, that's cool too. Uh, along with that, we've got options where I used to offer where I could draw, get people drawn into it, but since it's done, I can't do that anymore. But we, we do have a thank you page that uh, we'll be happy to welcome people onto. And uh, then just add-ons uh, we put together where people, if they wanted to also get some of my other stuff, I've got other books out there like uh, we've mentioned it already, Monster Hunter for Hire with the famous Tommy, along with uh, one that I'm famous for at conventions, Jesus Christ, Demon Slayer. Uh, not to mention some of my literary works. I've got young readers' books uh, like Attack of the Zombie Rex. So you can see a definite theme in the type of stuff of that I write about. <laughs> and uh, I guess one thing I should definitely mention, one of the things that my wife and I did over the pandemic to keep ourselves busy, we started coming up with a bunch of different spooky t-shirt designs. So... Along with all the other add-ons, if you'd like to get a spooky t-shirt from us, we're offering several of those as well. And since we've already reached one of our stretch goals, we're going to have a drawing for everybody who ordered a print copy. One of them, one of those lucky people will get a uh, free t-shirt. And this isn't necessarily the t-shirt that we'll give away, but here's one of the examples of the things we, we've done. I don't know how well we can see it in there, but anyway, there it is. Nice. There, we there, go. You, go. there you go. There you there go. Is. If you like football, there's a fun. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. They gave me mutant league vibes right there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, but no, man, it, it, though, I, when you first came on again, looking at the artwork story and seeing from where it comes, there goes all five issues. Um, again, it just, it, it, it makes me happy and seeing when people get their Kickstarters fully completed. And, um, and then also to you're, you're getting to close out a series that you had started. And um, again, I want to just congratulate you, man, on that. There you go, Jesus Christ, right there. Um, there so, he is. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you guys the same thing I tell so many people when they stare at it at conventions. I say, uh, just so you know, that was drawn four years before Jason Momoa became famous. <laughs> 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 I had all those ready to print, and then I saw Aquaman, and I was like, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. What were the he odds? He stole your yeah, thunder. That's he was uh, he was a uh, you know a couple years removed of Khal Drogo by then you know but before yeah. Aquaman. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a natural progression. Uh, Al Drogo, Aquaman, Jesus. Yeah, and then there's a. I think there's in the in between he was He Man or he was he was uh, Conan. 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 That yeah. God awful Conan. That God awful Conan, Conan movie. Yes. I, I got. I got five. I'm glad I avoided that off. one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You didn't miss anything there. So, but when you make <laughs> but Arnold Schwarzenegger look like, always good to look at. Yeah. Oh. That's fair. That's fair. If you're gonna get anything, you'll get you'll get you know, you'll get the hot sweats from watching them, right? <laughs> I gotta speak for the girls. But to Matt's point, he said that if you make Arnold's version looks better, then we have a problem. That's, Arnold's, that's but Arnold's version though is like it's like classic camp. Like that's like it's so hard when you. It's still trash. It's still trash. It's still trash. I'll say this about about Arnold's version. The very first one, I forget the director, but that director made a really good movie. Again, I'm not going to say it's like Oscar worthy, but it's like, that's a really good comic book barbarian sword and sorcery movie. Then they made Conan the Destroyer, and uh, (laughs) And it's not the window. Still better than uh, Jason Momoa's version, though. There you go. I don't know. I I I I I would say yes, but also to um, I would have to say that after seeing Schwarzenegger play Hercules in his debut movie, I'm like, oh wow, Hercules, <laughs> uh, Hercules uh, in New York. He, I don't remember him playing Hercules. Oh uh, my god! If you <laughs> want some form of entertainment before you go to bed, look up Hercules the Arnold Schwarzenegger Hercules movie and make sure you find it when it's his voice. And not the dubbing they did over his voice. Yeah, his they oh, did so it. It's under- not in English. No, 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 no it, it is in English. He, it was when he was a first an actor, and his accent was so thick that they dubbed over it. Get out! <laughs> is this before Terminator One? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, yeah. this is before. before. Like this is before all he was. This is when he was just uh, a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Like, is this before Pumping Iron Two? I mean, yep, it was before Pumping Iron Two. Yeah. It was old. Hercules Michelle, in New York? Is that what about. it's called? Yes. yes. <laughs> that, well, it was terrible. Okay. <laughs> Listen to her. There will be that's two it's, hours of your life you'll never get back. Yeah, just like it you looks look like up, it's on Amazon way Prime. Before. Just look up the clips. I don't oh, know if you want to sit through that whole thing. Don't sit through the whole thing. Just but the clips might the be worth clip. it. Like he fights a fucking bear in Central Park. <laughs> it's it is it, 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 the bear. It, it's a dude in a bear suit. So they're trying to make make oh, you think it's a bear, and then you can too. see the zipper on the back of the bear <laughs> you guys suit. Guys are not fighting. selling it. Thanks. I appreciate. Oh, no, that's how bad. That's how we're. That's how we're supposed to sell. I it. appreciate. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's for how bad it is. Didn't know it existed. No, no, no. Listen. Don't don't listen to Seabass and watch the whole movie. Just watch like the a couple clips just to get it. Like <laughs> no, this is fighting this is, a bear in a suit. That's enough to know it's trash. It's okay. There's a scene when he's he's talking, he's walking with his with Zeus, and he's got a thunderbolt in his hand, and it looks like a fucking hanger that was bent in the shape of a thunderbolt. Really? It, it was, he's it just walking with it in his hand. It's rough. Oh my it's God. a tragic comedy, Michelle. <laughs> 1969. Yeah. yeah. And then you have. Uh, and All of that is a testament that. to like the genius yeah. of the director of Conan the Barbarian because he said, "You know what? No, we don't need dialogue. Nobody has dialogue. <laughs> Conan can be very stoic and quiet, and that'll yep. be fine." Yep. yep. Just he barely wears anything. He's got a big sword, and he's just going off. Yep. 
and we'll, we'll just let James Earl Jones over here talk, and you guys you have just... to see it. I promise you won't be disappointed. <laughs> no, thanks. I'll pass. I'll it's pass, a... Michelle. It's not something it I'm looking what, to watch. It, it, it is one of the best, worst movies to ever watch and mm-hmm. make fun of, and you're like, dude, this is... Yeah, if, if there was any time to... um I any time to um, legally smoke, to watch a movie and laugh, that is one of those movies. Thank you, Paul Sure, for bringing that up. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you think it's like, it's definitely like a, it's definitely like a mystery science theater type of thing. You know, hey, what's going on, George? What's up, what's up, George? Hey. Like, like if we didn't get pulled, like we could do a mystery science theater watching it, but we'd probably get pulled immediately, even though you can find the movie on YouTube and just rip on it the whole time because it's, it's that, that bad. bad. How did Mystery Science Theater not get their hands on that? Were they just uh, I, I think it's probably because it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't worth watching. Yeah. Probably no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> oh wow! I think you could say that about everything. I, I, yeah. I feel like you're giving <laughs> Mystery Science Theater too much credit. Their bar is really low. Their bar is very low. I mean, oh, I'm looking at just pictures of this, and it's just it's bad. But it's funny, but it is so bad that you're gonna laugh. That's that's like, wow, how did this get made? And and hence there's a show called How Did This Get Made? And they talked about it in front of a live audience in Manhattan and they played clips of the movie. And it was just funny watching Paul Shear and um Zooks just rip this movie apart on stage. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. Bad, man. So, I feel like I feel like everyone has that one movie that like in their career, they're like, we don't talk about it. I don't bring it up in things. Like Ryan Reynolds has Green Lantern and whatnot. This, for Arlo, he's like, I don't remember doing that movie. I guarantee he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I promise you. Probably. So, so, Matt, you are also a Attack on Titan fan. You've been watching it. You've been keeping up with it. So what have you been thinking about uh, Attack on Titan so far and everything? Your thoughts and all that. Well, to be more accurate, I've been reading it. That's because I don't. Okay. I, don't I don't have. Well, All right. it, okay. So, any, are you so up to date on on reading it? No. Okay. That's why I haven't watched because I have kids and I don't have any time to myself anymore. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not a definitely yeah. not a family friendly show. I can tell you that. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, exactly. one of those nighttime animes. <laughs> so I watched. I think I watched like. Uh, I got to watch the first two episodes and they were good. It's just that I never got to follow up. So that's where I just kept reading it. It's one of those where I just, it's like, wow, this is really good. And well, the, they, the art- they keep it really close to the, the anime, fortunately. And it's just being able to see it actually in live action is just mm. different excitement. Yeah, yeah. The, the irony with Attack on Titan for me is that until I read it, I hated anime because when I was in college, a bunch of my friends were like, you've got to watch anime. You'll love it. And they just kept force feeding me all this anime. And I just I got so sick of it and I hated it. And I wanted nothing to do with any anime. And then I started reading. That listen friend you can take bible black and go to the back all right <laughs> <laughs> oh where was i again <laughs> I hating anime right. hating anime, yeah, yeah, I, hating I, anime. I, feel, I feel like anime is like food or like alcohol you kind of like have to know your flavor and like what you like you have to and you have to have up. a good friend to guide you yeah because you if you have Not a friend a like Seabass, <laughs> right. if you have a friend like Seabass, who to to give the man credit, in the wall of shit he will throw on the wall, the ones that stick are good, but there's a lot that slide down, right? 
So like when yeah. you want to bring someone in it's to like animate, you need Jackson Pollock painting. You got to figure out, <laughs> all right, what should you watch? So like, oh, you recommend, you want to recommend uh, Naruto if you want to watch a long-winded series, if you want something short, uh, Full Metal Brotherhood or some or you know, like Demon pick and Slayer choose is a good one to start you with, know. I think. Yeah. For for, for people just starting now, mm, I think yeah. it's a short, direct and it's it's good art. It it it's a good story. I think yeah. that's a good one to start with. I've been giving that out um with people who are interested in trying out and seeing what's going on yeah i know back back then like when we were all starting to watch it though like they weren't serialized so like it would just it would just be on forever and you couldn't like figure out when the arcs were so if you told someone right. to watch this they're watching shit for the rest of their life where yep. now we get to wake <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen we all had lime wire when we were in high school right like come on now right. <laughs> um but yeah, no. So so yeah, you had you had your friends who were guiding you down the rabbit hole of anime, but just force feeding you to get into it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I think one of the reasons Attack on Titan works for me is because it's essentially a zombie story. Yeah. I mean, the Titans are zombies, but of course, being the birthplace of kaiju, they've got to be giant zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and it yeah, works. It, it uh, does. It, it works. Does. It works really well. Um, I think I read enough of enough of the comics to make it into. I would have probably got to like the early half of the like the second season. So I mean, I'm way behind. Mm. But, but I've, what was, I've liked uh, what I've read. What was a major reveal that's happened to you? So kind of so we get a gauge of where you're at. I think mm. the most significant reveal that I remember, and I've forgotten everybody's names. Um, the 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 main kid whose mom dies in the first Aaron. episode. Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Aaron. When it's. There are other things that happened since then, but the big reveal I remember with him was the reveal that he was also a shifter titan. Yeah, he's the attack titan. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. There, okay. there are other things since then, but that's that was like the biggest one where it's like, oh, I thought this guy was dead, but Oh, okay. Yeah, that's early, that's uh that's early that's early season one. I would say first half of season one when they attack the city and he gets eaten by the guy with the the Santa Claus looking one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of does. I remember that now that you say Santa Claus. It's yep. just light bulb. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, shit, it actually is quite yeah. yeah, I remember he bites his leg off. You remember? I remember I was watching it and he bites his leg off, and then uh, I think Armin tries to get him. He gets swallowed, and he or something. He gets swallowed, and I was like, "Did we just and kill the arm. main? Did we just and kill the main arm. character?" Yeah, his arm gets <laughs> it gets eaten off, like it gets in the bite, yeah. and then you're like. Where the hell does this show go? Yeah. And he's dead already. I don't understand. Is this just going to be about Mikasa, Armin? I don't not, know. I'm not going to front though. Like that happened, and I just looked it up. Does Aaron live? Because I'm not going to keep doing this. Oh, you're a cheater. <laughs> oh, I was just cheating. I, I was I was just getting back into watching anime. That was like right after I got back into it. Like so, I had watched One Punch Man and 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 Brotherhood. So I was like, all right, let me check out this show that everyone cosplayed three years ago and see what's going on. <laughs> So I didn't start watching Attack on Titan until probably it was already past the second season. And I'm like, well, let me check this out. And then I didn't want to wait for the third season to come out. So I started reading it straight through. Mm. And then the new seasons would come. I'm like, oh, I don't remember what happened. Let's rewatch it again. And so I, each season I rewatch it and I already know what's going to happen, even though I read it all. All I all, all I gotta say is that they did the show has fantastic animation. 
They yeah. really, really, really bring to life a lot of the. And I remember it was Tone showed Law to get him back in on. I the was show with just that. gonna say that's exactly how Tone did it. Like I mm-hmm. watched the first season and I was like, cool, but it took too long between season one and season two, so I it lost interest. Rough. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was like, whatever. If it comes back, it comes back. But I don't really care at this point. Tone was like, nah, sit the fuck down. Watch this one clip. If you watch this one was clip, it you don't Levi? like it. It was Levi going oh, the fuck of off. And I was like, what? It's, it's it's the, se- the season three opener is, oh is so well, Lord. so well done. <laughs> Just so that was, I think that was before they went to Mappa. I think that was the season three was the last year. Yeah. And then Mappa took over and Mappa's What's been Mappa? the studio, the okay. anime studio. So they took over. I forgot what name of the studio was doing it before, but they did, um, they did season three. So whatever that scene in the city and Kenny and all the other stuff, like, that was all done by the previous um, production studio. So when MAPPA took over, people were like, oh, shit, I don't know if MAPPA's going to be able to do it because season three, just animation-wise, was was beautiful. Right. Of what they were able to do with the with the 3D scenery they and the two... They look very, like, yeah. Demon Slayer, like, S levels of just like, holy shit, that's clean. I gotta say that this last episode, I know no one's seen it yet. Um, I have. I but, saw it just about an hour ago so crazy it's oh a, my god it's so beautiful good. i i have to say that they, they the whole series um and this is just for anybody out there who's interested in getting their projects like animation and everything it, it is a great masterclass to see how they battle how they did battle scenes in this whole anime like mm-hmm. in the comics and the manga you see these beautiful scenes and everything is drawn on it because like um it, it's drawn really beautiful but in the anime, they really, really, really um, showed a lot of love to these scenes and just the movement and everything. It was just yeah. very fluid. And I'm like, Gary, this is one of the studios I want to animate for me. Let's go. Um, yeah, but yeah, it is. It is something else when you can take what's on. You can take what's on what's on what's on paper with essentially just like you know there's movement on this page because of how it's drawn, and you're like, and then you animate it and you take it to that next level. Like you put a, it, it, which I think is such a, it's always like you think it's, you may assume people would think it's easy, but it's like, it's not like you can completely destroy the source Wreck material. Ragnarok. Yeah, Wreck-a-Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck-a-Ragnarok. Right, don't, don't watch that. We're saying don't watch that one. I'm um, still Matt. reading it. I enjoy, um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm so sad about so, that one. <laughs> so I, I got a yeah. question for everybody. And, and Matt, this is specifically for you, bro. Because you know what you you brought it up kaiju fight so we're gonna we're gonna paint the big kaiju fight so we're gonna have in one corner we're gonna have Moby Dick back from the deep and then in the other corner we're gonna have the 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 the, the colossal titan who's winning that fight come on <laughs> colossal titan mm, okay let's see that's a tough one um, I'm gonna go with colossal Moby Dick titan. so I, I gotta go honestly, with my guy <laughs> I, would, I honestly might have to go with Moby Dick only because we don't know how the colossal titan is in water. So that right. slow as yeah. shit like he does on land. Exactly. He, the question here, are we fighting he, on land? Because if it's on land, right. the Colossal Titan owns him. But well, if it's well. in the water. But is it Armin's Colossal Titan or is it um right. someone else? Well, because he What's has because name? he hasn't seen Armin uh Colossal Titan oh, yet. Fraud. So it's <laughs> fine. Sorry, it's, fine. Just, it's fine. But he's gonna catch it. What's his name? I can't even think of his name now. Uh, it's okay. Reinhardt. No. Reinhardt. No. No. no, no, wrong one. No, it's the no one. He's, he's a red shirt. Reiner Reiner is, I know the he vacuum. Is. The vacuum. Yes. Think of the vacuum. Bertold. 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 Bertold was the I'm trying, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm trying. 
vacuum. I don't, I don't know what the Hoover. <laughs> I think his name was Bertolo Hoover or some bullshit like that. It's I don't know. Bertold. What the hell are you? No, I, I, I just want to because I, I never thought about it. There's so many a... spoilers. We're sorry, Matt. Because, like, we've all watched it. We're just like, oh, am I not supposed to say that? I'm sorry. Was I? Normally, we're very, we're very spoiler full episodes. So, dialing it back to season one might be a little hard. We're sorry. I'm the one who's behind, so it's it's on me. No, that's a Matt. You're gonna you're gonna pick it up again. But enjoy it. I mean, take your time with it. Enjoy it when you can. I know life happens. Mm. It's just it's it's actually a very good story, and where it goes, you don't expect it to go. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, that that I've noticed wanna, from what I have yeah. read, and I think, yeah, there, there are other things I remember. Like I remember I got to the point where the like the uh, the female Titan, and then I think I might have stopped around the part where the Beast Titan was being introduced. So like, oh, oh yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. got a little bit into it. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was, okay, I was okay. trying to think of what stood out the most, and Aaron's yeah, reveal was my you, big one. Yeah, if you get, if you get a Beast Titan, then you're good. Yeah, yeah. you're pretty. You're invested. Yeah, that's season two. Yeah, and, I got and, pretty far in there, but uh, like I said, I I, I kind of fell off. Is what I what I really loved about it, reading it as because I was kind of on the same boat as Val. Like I watched season two, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of, I need to I need to read this shit. This is getting I'm getting too much. Um, as it really does that that classic story theme of like you're reading and you think you think the enemy is X when the enemy is like is Z, and it does it in such a slow burn way, but the burn is worth it as the world opens up and re- more reveals happen, it happens at such a really good cadence that you don't feel overwhelmed when new elements of the world are brought in. I thought, I thought that the, the show, way to say without the show does, anything. yeah, it does it. So it does it so well. It brings in a bunch of different complex ideas uh, and, and tones that we deal with in, in society now with the Titans being just an element of an mm. allegory of something. Like and which it, it does it once you get to that point you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about but it's one of those few times where you watch this show and you think okay there was gonna be a live action adaptation the right production could do it because of the the stuff that happens with uh with the with the with the people the Titans are like where you put the CGI and the you know and the maneuver gear right but the story and all the nonsense that happens. You're what it's the people, and that's what you're watching it for, and yeah. you know, and it really does a really good way of, of doing that. I think the thing that kept me going after season because season one obviously opens with like a huge everyone was talking about, you know, holy shit moment, <clears throat> but like getting further into it, it's like what you said, Tom, where like you get to a point and they're like, All right, I'm going this way with the story, and they go that way. You're like, Are we sure? Can we do that? Like, is that are we? Can we actually make this person do this and like this? You know, art do that, and it works so well because of how deeply they've like written this entire world and like all the their characters. Like, if you removed any character, any one plot point, I think the entire thing would fall apart because mm-hmm. it's so tightly woven into each other that mm-hmm. it's like it's insane to think that even now with all the reveals that we're getting in the final season, we were talking about on the last time we we all came together where it was like, we did not see a lot of that stuff coming. Well, you guys did because you you read it, but like still it's like, you don't see that coming. There's no way you see that coming. And then even when it happens and you get like another like reveal, you're just like, that wasn't a big thing. Like there's more. 
Come right. on, fam. Like, I think it's, what it's, it's, we're, we want to say is just keep reading. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you thought that the Aaron reveal was big, just wait. So there, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of great stuff. But, Matt, I want to ask you this. So we're going to bring it back to Moby Dick right now. So sure. if you could have Moby Dick, Zombie Slayer, um, or Moby Dick back from the deep crossover, and, again, a, 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 with any movie monster that you can write in that book, or put them in any movie monster universe. Come on, let, let's see which ones you want to get your hands on. Because I know you're a big horror fan. Oh man, oh you gotta put him in something. He's kind of limited since he's in the water. Yeah. Um, so hmm. That's if you and, 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 and let's say you could write him where he, he gets something like he can get out the water. Oh, or something like that. the Meg. The, the Meg. Awesome. Uh, the Meg's a good one. <laughs> yes, thank you. That would be good. That'd be Ooh, fun. Yeah. I just thought of what was in the water. Trying to think of another one. There was another one. A specific rim. Oh. There's the because they all came from the water. Yeah. Oh, all the kaiju's in. in put them um, in a quick episode of Flipper just to kill that stupid <laughs> dolphin. That'd be fun. Leave the dolphin alone. Oh my god. <laughs> I would love. I does. doesn't kill Flipper. He bites Flipper, and Flipper becomes a zombie. And then now we got Flipper and Moby Dick terrorizing the seas. Uh, he's a, he's Flipper becomes. This will be worse because dolphins are assholes. Yeah. Dolphins are assholes. They're smart and, and they're fast. And Flipper becomes the apostle. He's an apostle of Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This just gets Jaws. better. The Jaws, Jaws, yeah. Jaws is a good one. You know, you could have you could have had him in, in, in Godzilla versus Kong when the two of them are fighting on that ship and yeah. buoyancy doesn't dope. matter. You know, you could have Moby Dick just come out and slap him off the boat. Yeah, that'd be fine. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't mind bringing him over actually into Pirates of the Caribbeans instead. Inspired how oh, I that would be. Oh, I mean, that, that would be, be good because the curse and like you know that yeah. being a, a, a thing, like them bringing back because they, they always bring use stuff that, back. They could use him as a submarine. We could have him fight the Kraken from. Uh, I was gonna say Dead that Man's I Death. want that so badly, but the Kraken got shafted. Yeah, I love those. I sure. love those movies, but the Kraken got shafted. It so did. It's like <laughs> I was so excited for this big fight with the Kraken, and then in the third movie, there it is, dead on the beach. It's like, wait, what? Huh? What happened? Yeah, yeah. I, did he just have a heart attack? I was, I was very dis. I mean, I, I. So with Pirates of the Caribbean two, I remember we wanted to go see it in the theater. Uh, and we're just like, you're two hours in watching the movie, and then they end it with Barbosa showing up, and I just sat up. I'm like, oh, it's about to get good. Credits. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Like what? What happened? I love to my Jeffrey show? Rush. Yeah. I love Jeffrey Rush oh, so great. much in those movies. So that's funny. Oh man! Yeah, yeah the, the third one had a great ending. I'll give it that. But losing the Kraken was, gosh, that's like who 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 made that suggestion? Like let's just kill it off camera, and nobody will care. Yeah, budget, the budget, the budget care. killed it. We're the ones who care. Yeah, <laughs> right. They don't care about us though. We just because we're going to spend the money anyway. Mm -hmm. Those are the summer blockbuster hits that we were going to see no matter what. Yeah. <clears throat> we have how many now? But uh, five. There, I think there's five. Yeah, five there's, movies. There's five. They were going to do a six. I don't know. I don't know what no, they're no. doing with Johnny well, Depp because of what had happened, and so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he got now. shafted. That's not <clears throat> cool. Yeah. So if you were to. Yeah. So so here's an idea. So again, a nice little spinoff from Moby Dick. Um, as we brought in kaiju in this, and then again bringing up Attack on Titan, and how it's like just zombie kaiju's. How would you write that Moby Dick was the one that started 
the zombie virus for just nothing but zombie kaijus like you get zombie godzilla zombie king kong and then just start adding more into that how would you write zombie that king kong mm. imagine he's the only zombie that actually doesn't kill people yeah. <laughs> oh he just um, goes after other kaiju yeah he's their protector even though he's a zombified monster well, with Kong, all you gotta a, do is such, distract him with a blonde kill. woman. He's such right. a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck King Kong, man. Dude, the Listen, that movie I came love out, Kong. God, the minute that movie came out, me and Toe were like, fucking Kong. <laughs> fucking Godzilla Kong. Godzilla, Godzilla all the way. King Kong with his stupid fucking axe. Fuck oh, you. Man. You're gonna get atomic I... blast to the face and you're gonna take it. <laughs> I, I will say, I am a huge King Kong fan. Thank uh, you. But that movie was very disappointing. <laughs> with the moment he walks into this Conan the Barbarian-esque throne room with an yeah. axe. It's like, yeah. who built that axe? That axe is as big as a building. Where did yeah. that, well, like, where did that come from? It's, what was the well, point of that? So the whole thing to do is that the ancestors of Kong and Godzilla have been fighting each other because that axe has a Godzilla spike, which is why right. it was able to absorb the atomic blast. Oh, is and that then, what that and then yeah, get supercharged. They don't explain <laughs> that well. They you don't. Know? It's all it's just not... imagery and like primitive paintings and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how they were able to beat Mechagodzilla because Mechagodzilla was throwing hands to both of them. <laughs> yep. Oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> so I've wanted so badly to make like one of those TikTok videos just to piss people off where Godzilla's like, I'm king of the monsters. And Kong walks up and's like, well, I don't know. Really? Like that Mecha dude was pretty much destroying you until I came along. <laughs> Godzilla's like, yeah, but I stomped you. He's like, yeah, I know, but still. Uh. The the, uh, the one before that, I enjoyed that one when they had Ghidra, Mothra. I enjoyed mm. that one. That was a fun that Godzilla one. was good. My, yeah. my favorite was the first one they did. And that's the way it is with every Godzilla era. The first one to me is always the best one because it's the most... It's like, I don't know, it's always mysterious every single time. The 1954 yeah. one, yeah. and I love that movie. I know it doesn't compare with special effects now, but for what it is, it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then in 1984, that one is so good. And that's actually the first one I ever saw. And uh, an exception is the Millennial series. Those are all just rough. <laughs> but then with this one, I guess this is the legendary era we're calling it. Uh, that, that first one where, yeah, we barely see them. I, it just works to me. It, it, it's more exciting and it feels more like plausible and real to like, by the time we're at this latest one where you got a giant lizard and a giant monkey stomping around and like, uh, is it, is it Seoul, South Korea where they're fighting there at the end? I think so. some I unfortunate Asian country. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no like thought whatsoever to all the people in this city. Like we're seeing everything from like helicopter view while but they're fighting. I don't fighting. think there's never any thought in those movies. The people live there. Well, they just that's what I'm saying. The first ones are always were. The first ones in every era, there's always that. Like the first 1954 one, there's like a really devastating scene where there's this mother cradling her child. She knows they're about to die and she's saying it'll all be over soon. We're about to see your father and it's going to be all right. And oh, they die. Shit. Jesus yeah, Christ. it's it's deep Man, and dark back. stuff. They got it's one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> uh, well, if you think about it, they blew up the Death Star twice and killed thousands upon thousands of people. <laughs> and we're just gonna yes. hand wave all of that, all these people who are literally just working for a paycheck <laughs> weren't, and weren't trying to kill uh innocents, they just got a good job with benefits. That's essentially there's a there's a big flip side with the dark side and and and, and the jet 
the Sith and the Jedi where you can really paint the Jedi in a really bad light that they're not, like you're not supposed to have emotions. You're not supposed to fall in love. You're not supposed to, like, and and you can't feel. Like, how is that a normal human reaction? You're supposed to be the light of the universe? I don't understand that. And you, it just, what if the Sith are just people trying to revolutionize and get out of that? Maybe they're the oppressed ones. And the no, no, they're definitely they're, 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 they're definitely a. I've, I've always been I've always been Team Sith, so but they are definitely the oppressors. But just enjoy, I know, however, enjoy the pleasures of life, and their so whole you, thing is like you gain power through that uh, through that pleasure. But then you know the whole rule of tool thing, and like you know one's the apprentice, one's yeah. the master, and all the other like their yeah, their whole system their whole system is meant to fall in on itself because you're killing <laughs> your master and you can't build upon the knowledge of the past. But then you've got the regular Jedi on the light side who believe in who have this hubris that think nothing's going to get beyond them. And then um, well, Palpatine showed us. So it's... <laughs> right, this actually brings up why I insist that part. Uh, Eight is the best of the sequel trilogy, even though they all suck. Because that one, where Luke says the Jedi had it all wrong and this whole thing has to end, I was actually like, you know what? You got a point. Where are we going to go with this? And then they're like, nah, never mind. Yeah, I don't Same. like that one. <laughs> I, I, if I, if that they would have doubled the... down on that, like it would have been so good. They even lost if you the proved, even if they, you proved him wrong, at least prove him wrong. We never did. We just kind of forgot it. They yeah. lost me when he did this. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> right. That's right. When they lost it. From the I very beginning. From the done. very beginning. It was like, what the hell is that? Because, Matt, to your point, I agree with that. I like that he went there. I like that they talked about that, and they talked about the failure that was the Jedi Council. But I couldn't get past him tossing his father's lightsaber over his shoulder. I I couldn't. I just couldn't get beyond it. I know they were trying to be something else, but when you end the first movie with her doing that, and then you open that first time relationship of him looking at this lightsaber, this tool that's gone through generations and years, and he tossed it over his shoulder, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" The me? importance of a lightsaber <laughs> is a lot more. I'm just, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. It's it. No, no Val, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell him why you're mad, Val. No, tell that, you're mad. first of all, eight is the worst one because they. <laughs> They totally disregard everything that was built up in three in two different stupid ass uh, trilogies, and then this entire story and animated cartoons, and then just made it trash. Like it didn't matter. It was just so. Anyway, <laughs> my 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 feeling about it is uh, the part eight tried something new. They absolutely failed. They totally failed, but they tried. And like part seven, I, I was actually I, furious I, watching that because I was mm -hmm. like, I've seen this movie. I saw yeah. this movie when I was four years old. You just made the same movie all over again with different people. I don't I wasn't furious about that. I think it was more to introduce to a younger generation who had no idea and give it a new light, a new updated feel. I wasn't I wasn't I was disappointed because I wanted more, but I wasn't upset because I understood why. And they had an opportunity to do so much more with it and 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 just drop the ball. They dropped the ball for that series. I mean, it's just Oh, they absolutely did. Yeah. Yep. I They're doing that. well with the shows though. I do like that they went and decided the, the time frame they decided to pick out with Mandalorian <clears throat> and with Boba Fett. That time frame, there's so much they can explore Pedro in that Pascal range. Is holding that franchise on his back. 
Who? Yeah, uh, let's see. Mandalorian. What is it? Star Wars, oh. Marvel. What else has he built now? <laughs> yeah, he's just got like that entire franchise is just riding on Pedro Pascal's back with the Mandalorian. It was. I. I. That was my yeah. thing. For, like, I watched seven, and because of the disappointment that we had in the prequel trilogy, I. I gave it the pass that like this is just nostalgia, and they're using it in a way to bring right. back old fans and new fans into this new story. And I was like, all right. I give you this one. I was able to watch Disappointed, but it worked. And then I was like, all right, but now episode eight, though, like, y'all got to take this and turn it into something else. And then, and I... They did not. Yeah, I think we've we've talked about it before, where it's just that that Matt Reeves... With not Matt Reeves, sorry, uh, the guy who did um Ryan John- Johnson, Ryan Johnson, yeah. who did um, I'm sorry, Matt Reeves, uh, Matt Reeves Batman. did the Batman, did the Jeez. Batman, yeah, oh, that's why I was like, oh wait, oh um, no, Ryan Johnson, good. they they <laughs> didn't they didn't have a plan when they let Ryan Johnson run and do his own thing, and it's like you know Captain Phasma was completely dismissed in that second movie. Um, you set up a cool. I was so character. mad about that because yeah. I was I was interested in her. Yeah, um, there's a lot they could have explored with her. With um, the what was the guy, um, Andy Zerka's character? Uh, oh, um, who's Zerka's player again? Oh my god, Snoke? I don't, Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, thank you. Snoke. Yeah, he got oh, killed. Yeah. Like they could have. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it was. Like, yeah. A, a I think I out loud in the theater oh, said, "Okay." Waste of- the, <laughs> a waste of a villain. A waste. They gave us no story. They gave us nothing, and then just killed him off and it was I'm, like I'm, more, I'm so mad we didn't get like Knights of Ren and all that stuff we were supposed yeah. to yeah like, we got I, them on the last in the last movie even then and then bring no. back Palpatine as a cl- it was yeah, just such the, a waste the last problem yeah that third movie was them trying to clean up and trying to appease fans and everything and they did it all wrong but like um, you know you hey Ray not- I'm force sensitive too or hey Ray I love you just they forced the relationship between those two also it was just so it was rough we knew you were force sensitive the moment you picked up a lightsaber and And you didn't kill yourself and then right and then we decided and then y'all decided just not to do anything right 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 with fn217 like come on man like nah finn's (laughs) not gonna train and nothing it's all about ray and he's like i gotta i gotta gotta tell you something i gotta tell you something I'm like, you serious? We're gonna go with this whole thing that he feels like he's force sensitive. Like that could have been, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could have been the journey between Ray and uh, and Finn, like learning the yeah. force and maybe going through it a different way. That that you know? would have they could, that they could have done something with something new with that story. Could have yeah. done a lot with that. Dude. And you know. I don't, I don't know. It's and then they like we got to figure out how to bring Palpatine back, and it's his granddaughter, and he's been doing clones forever, and then uh, he has these ships on this planet this that have time, been right. there forever. I'm like, you, and no one you, knew, and no that one was, knew all this time. Yeah, I actually liked the the notion from the part eight where he's like, uh, "You're not anybody. You're from you're from nothing." It's like because that kind of goes back to what I originally thought with Star Wars. I thought anybody could be a Jedi. Yeah. I, in those the original trilogy, there was no idea of like metachlorians or like birth yeah. lines and whatever. Just like if some people are Jedi and some people aren't, and anybody right. can train. But then this, I just, I just like that. And then yeah, of course we dropped that too because oh, she is part of a grand lineage. She's related to the emperor. So I was so, so yeah. I was so <laughs> mad because it was like 
I was like so ready to be done with the Skywalkers. Like once, w- once they got rid of uh, Han, I was like, oh man. Then we got like all. I was like, looks like we're just like we're bringing in everybody, but we're gonna like start fresh with a new story, new setting, new people, like whatever. And they were like, how about no? Right. <laughs> how <laughs> like, about no? If you're gonna do something, like double down and stick to it. Don't go like we're gonna do, and then like start backing up because then it just looks sloppy at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like I don't know, I, I don't know what they're gonna do now. It's like they're just stuck. They're stuck in this Movie era wise. before the Force Awakens. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, Rogue One was probably it's probably one of my favorite. Yeah, Rogue One, one was a hit. I'm the only so one who still feels like if it's one of those things where I was like. Cool, we got it. It was it was all right, but like we didn't need it. No, you're absolutely wrong. We didn't need I, it. We I didn't, disagree. We didn't need it, but I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. You could you could you could disagree all you want. <laughs> did, I don't we know. need the Mandalorian though. I mean, yes, we did. No, okay. we didn't need any of them, but we I like think, it and we I want think, it. We yeah, want I it all. That's the key. You I, like it. I think we needed yeah. the Mandalorian. Exactly. I we needed the Mandalorian. I think for adult fans of Star Wars to get back. Yeah. That's you know, because yeah. like Star Ahsoka Wars is gonna old. be, Ahsoka's gonna be, I think, gonna be great. And I, I want, I, I need to see Thrawn. I need to see Thrawn. I, that I would think, be so dope. I, I think they're slowly gonna retcon out those sequel trilogies. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think so too. That, that's yeah. my prediction. Which is really just so. as well. Their biggest flaw is, like you guys said, it it had no plan. Like the prequels have their problems, but at least you can tell George Lucas had a a thread that he was weaving that he was working toward and he followed it through to the end. Whereas with these, it's just like, okay, that worked. Go do this now. Now do that or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's why it's like, you got John Favreau and um, I forgot the other guy that are there now kind of in charge of everything. Dave Filoni. Yeah. uh, Kind of in charge of everything. Hopefully he does what Feige did with more Marvel. Well, I mean, he's been working with Feige for many years, so he definitely, I I, I want to see, I want to see that because I know he would reinvent the entire universe. And I think it's Dave. So I think it's Dave. Dave. I think it's Dave Filoni essentially. So it's it's. I think it's Kathleen Kennedy who runs Lucas, uh, and then they gave Dave Filoni the keys to the castle. Um, I think after season two of Man, it was like a huge to do about Dave Filoni being promoted because he is like the Star Wars encyclopedia at this point. Like he knows everything. Um, so I think that's why they gave him a much larger role. So maybe he's going to have that Kevin Feige esque well, role to kind of move to move it forward with the with the shows because we we don't know when we're getting a new movie. They're doing everything in shows. Yeah, yeah. And they're not touching. I believe we got Obi Wan coming up soon, right after yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah Obi Wan's coming soon, and you know, I I for me, I want Old Republic stuff. I want Old Republic stuff so bad. I want him to touch Darth Revan. I want him to touch Darth Bane, like all the old Sith lords. I think there's I such think a, I think he will a because of stories to tell. From they can, you know. I want the dark times, the time between the two trilogies. That, that's what I want to see. Yes, mm. I would love to see that when when Darth Vader starts. Searching Hunting? for all the Jedi. I want to see him come across the soak a few times. I want to see Rebels also get intertwined with that. That series was so good. And and I mean, it's just... I think we might get a lot of that with Obi-Wan. Because Obi-Wan, from what a lot of mm-hmm. people have been speculating, is going to be real fucking tragic. Like, it's because you figure... Uh, <laughs> you brought right, that man. one up already. Yeah, yeah. Michelle's had the new... I think Michelle had the newest one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, 
Those games are amazing. Nice little Republic. <laughs> you know, to pretend that those last three were bad Chewbacca dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> a bad Chewbacca dream. Yeah, and bring back Han. Yeah, you know, know what? I I just I just want to see a live uh That's just like a live thing. fifteen like ten minute segment of Chewbacca and um, Black Chrysanthemum just chilling and just beating the shit out of people. I would just love to see those two characters as meet That'd on be screen. Cool. Now, what they need to do, they need to do a film where, like Han, where he fell off that bridge, he actually gets frozen in carbonite again and shot out into space <laughs> and he floats for billions and billions of years. And then he lands on Earth in roughly the late 1930s. Falls and becomes Indiana Jones. As an archaeologist. Yes. <laughs> Since we're bridging the gaps here, that's what needs to happen. Right, that'll work. That'll so work. I want it. I'm all here for that. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that idea, but I can't. <laughs> I would love to see a Thrawn series. I've been reading um, this trilogy where it takes place after the fall of uh, Palpatine. The, the uh, Timothy Zahn trilogy? Yes, yes. I've been reading. I'm on book three of that. And it's, it's just, Thrawn is so meticulous and calculating and it's just an amazing story and he brings back the clones and and i mean there's just so much they can attack in in the books that legend books that they have that to bring oh, on you're three. reading you're re so you're reading the original three not the not the republished no um, the original three, three. okay mm -hmm. Well, it's cool because Dave Filoni also, so he's worked on the the animated stuff. So I, I think we're going to get a lot of that stuff um, if things keep going well with the shows. So we, yeah, I mean, that's the Ahsoka. I think the I mean, Ahsoka said it. I think we're getting Thrawn. She's and, looking for Thrawn. Yeah, and, she said uh, it. And um, whatever I, can't, I I'm losing his. I forget his name, but I would assume that's what Ezra. Ahsoka, Ezra, yeah, because she says. I hope so. I think that's what her show's going to be about. Um, Searching for Ezra. And I think that's what they're going to do. I mean. That's if they tie in rebels to it, yeah, which they so, might, they most likely will. So it's been a fun night gigging out, guys. We're going to give Matt the plug section. The plug. Get okay. to plug away, Matt. Okay. <laughs> plug away that 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 Moby. <laughs> All right. Well, as we said at the beginning, Moby Dick, Back from the Deep. It's the Kickstarter for the entire series because we just did the last issue. The story is about the whale returning in modern times as a zombified beast. And yes, it also features a zombified Captain Ahab because you can't have Moby Dick without Ahab. So if you want to go check that out, you can look it up on Kickstarter. Uh, very easy way. Just go to my website. Just go to matchshore.net. I've got a gigantic splash page right there at the beginning. You can't miss it. It'll take you directly to the Kickstarter page. So please go check that out. Help us have a, a good successful run. And I would I would definitely appreciate it. Oh, this has been an awesome geeking out night. So we got to geek out a little bit today. You guys have fun with that? <laughs> oh, always fun. <laughs> the spectrum. But it's always good. No, man, it's always good having you on Val. You know, always and well. Um, it's been a beautiful weekend, and as far as it goes, it's getting really beautiful outside, guys. So we're definitely looking to do more hikes, get more um, you know, nerdy pictures outside, so we can just post more stuff on social media. So keep an eye out on our social media. Keep following us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, so if you want any of more of that nerd news, I mean, we asked a question the other day: What do you prefer, uh, the Snyderverse or you know, because everybody's like, bring back the Snyderverse after about the Batman yeah. movie. No, let it, let it die. Yes, let's. Yeah, the Snyderverse <laughs> works with Suicide Squad and Peacemaker as a complete joke. That is the perfect way to use the Snyderverse. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thank you. 
Let's just yeah. Yeah. Thank do you. the Reeves verse. That's all I want now. I just want more yeah. Matt Reeves stuff. Yeah. If he Reeves can, if if he, he can reinvent the DC world and make it a continuous from what he just did with the Batman, even if it wasn't perfect, it worked well. Yeah. And they can grow from that, and they learn from what they've already messed up. It would be nice. I know we're not going to get it from them though. Yeah. No. Also, uh, PSA that No Way Home is available for digital. So if you haven't watched it again, rent that shit, buy that shit, watch it again. <laughs> and just to give you guys a, a heads up, so next week, yes, we are going to aim to talk about Demon Slayer. Um, so Demon Slayer will be next week. Um, we might dip into Halo because Halo comes out this week too. So we might, or we might this uh, Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday. On Paramount. On Paramount. Yeah, Plus. Paramount. I need that Paramount plug, guys. I need it too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have it? Oh my! God. Are, we, are we really doing a Paramount thing? It's Halo. Oh, that's why. It's okay. Halo. Uh, oh. It's it Halo. looks good from what I saw. Damn it! Apparent, apparently, people, the reviews are saying it's uh, it's pretty interesting. So, um, what am I? What have I been watching uh, on Thursdays? Me and Jackie are usually watching usually watching some shit. So we'll see. Oh, there you go. You got yourself a hookup. Yay! Thank you. Connects. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, anyway, it's, it's been yeah. a beginning. Right. No, yeah. So that's it. So Halo, um, Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. Week, oh, and um, so so just a letter. Also, another PSA. Um, we will be discussing the finale of Attack on Titan. Uh, I'm sure if Val can make it, she will join us. Attack on Titan. This finale will be releasing not this week, April third. So looking at our our lovely calendar. Um, we can discuss potentially Attack on Titan on the 5th, maybe even an extra long episode, because that will be episode 2 or episode 3 of Moon Knight, depending on how the release schedule goes. Yep. Yes. And if you Are have... we doing Demon Slayer the same night of uh, Attack on Titan? Uh, so you're going to be caught up? I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still watching. I'm, on, I'm almost done with season 1. So. Matt, there's another one that you got to read too. Demon Slayer. You enjoy it. Yeah. Not uh, to be no, confused no. with mine. Unless you guys want to go buy mine, then go ahead and confuse right. it. <laughs> Actually, we should have them cross over, and there you go. That'll be dope. Sorry, I, I couldn't anyway. let that go. No, it's cool. <laughs> Perfect segue. Also, um, yeah, if you guys have any um, recommendations for anime, go to or just put those recommendations on our Twitter page. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. We'll definitely look at those recommendations and all that and try to get them on the docket. But this has been your boy, Sebastian. Been your boy, Law. Anybody tone from across the hall. I'm going to roll that beautiful bean footage, but before we go, make sure you go into the description and support that Kickstarter. Ready? Three, two, one.